Uh, you have a great day to a new beginning and open new chapter in your life. It is a new adventure with a new opportunities and possibilities. All of us are eagerly waiting for this new year 2021, right? So let this new year bring new hopes and blessings for all of us. Yes, because sometimes it has been so disastrous and so terrible that entering a new year will automatically mean entering a wonderful year. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings and Okay, let's start to the case. We are going to talk about it's okay to cry. Hmm, why do I feel like our topic for today is like a coin drama that I just watched. It's okay not to be cry. It's okay not to be okay. Alright. Okay, I know I'm just kidding. Man. Okay, Suki, would you kindly explain why we choose this topic for this week? Yeah, sure, I would love to. Um, basically, our world has changed and you have probably read read every article about we need to cope by staying mentally and physically engaged and connected to those we love. All of this, all of it sounds advice and worth taking. But what about your heartache, your sadness about the world? People are dying and life as we have known it is a forever change. Your future feels uncertain and every time you tune into the news, there are more images of loss. Absolutely true. You might find yourself being numb or kind of blank out. You might find that you can not sit still and are trying to do everything you can to stay distracted. You might find yourself reaching for substances that alter your emotions or engaging in activities that distract but also have done sites like gambling or binge eating late at night. While these are all completely normal attempts to cope, the sadness ultimately returns and when it is not tempted to, it becomes heavier. The amount of drugs, alcohol, food and distraction needed to block it out will grow and you might find yourself traveling more intensely with other emotions like anger. By not allowing, allowing yourself to be sad, you have the risk of eventually not being able to feel anything at all, including joy. Yeah, I agree. As we try to find a way to move forward into a world with more authenticity, we have faced in generation. We need to find ways to bring our completely normal human emotions along with us because trying to suppress them only leads to increase of suffering. This is a moment of international trauma and how we process our feelings matters. Pain, sadness, grief and anger are natural responses to this tragedy and finding a way to let yourself experience this feeling will actually help you cope with your changing circumstances more effectively. Cultivating self-compassion for the part of you that is grieving will help you to stand to your needs and help you get through these coming months by staying connected to yourself and to those close with you. I think this is common for teenagers to have these feelings, sadness, as they are now experiencing the new phase of their life, basically because of their hormones. These hormones affect teenagers' mood, emotion, and impulses as well as their body. Your gaining mood might be from happiness, anger, sadness, or anxiety. So, they 
reason. Yeah, as a Filipinos, I encourage you to let yourself feel sad. Let yourself weep as that impulse comes up. If you find yourself holding like tears because you don't want to make others feel upset, there are a couple of things for you to consider. First, it might be that the person you are not wanting to upset is really sad too and might find great uh, comfort in being able to join you in sharing the sadness. Oh, we are sharing the sadness together? Hmm, that's nice because the best way to receive is to share it with others. One thing I realized from my experience was you need to know your faith and your expectations. So try open up yourself to the people that you trust. Let's be practical. If you openly ask about this question to me, to the one that you want to open up to, I will not know there is this person who is feeling lonely existing in this world. You can see in real life too. You need to open up at yourself and at the minded people, your family or even your close friends. No one can know what is going on inside you unless you open up yourself. So the second one is if you on some level know the, the people in your immediate circle cannot for whatever reason tolerate your expression of sadness, consider finding a group to connect with. The amount of free online groups, online support groups popping up in response to this crisis is heartening. Maybe you can try to find a therapist or what do we call Befriended, right? Yeah, befriended. Um, befriended basically can help you to process and cope with your feelings. They are actually really helpful in this. Uh, the service that befriended offer is called befriending. Befriended aims to benefit society by helping people who connect or contact, sorry, who contact us to develop better emotional self-awareness. Uh, in which in terms lead to improve emotional health and well-being. Exactly, and I think not everyone knows about these people because these people that really help them. And if all else fails, let yourself be fair in your own private way. If you have a job or responsibilities that make it so you can show your sadness the tears as you stand alone in the shower or maybe stand at the sink doing dishes at the end of a long day. Find a place for your grief like writing in a journal or doing artwork. Yeah, this is actually good. Uh, doing a journal like pouring your thoughts but it is with your hands. Try to start doing this as soon as possible. I actually did journal my feelings and I do feel a lot better since then. Releasing is better than keeping it inside, right? Um, by the way, um, Alisa, do you ever know why we are even crying and why does it seem people are ashamed to cry? Hmm, why is that? Because it is being drawn into us, uh, especially for men, that crying is a sign of weakness or even seen as unprofessional. But actually, don't be afraid to cry when it, the sun is right. It takes a strong person to cry. Yes, in fact, crying is good for you. I did find a study from University of Minnesota by Dr. William Frey. Crying actually improves the mood of uh, 
help people and it can also help with healing, boosting immunity and reducing levels of anger and stress. Emotional fears include the prolactin hormone which plays an important role in your immune system and is mostly associated with meat production. Women actually have more prolactin than men and it's probably the main reason why women tend to cry more. Uh, having a good cry can just make you feel better overall. Uh, crying is more effective than any other antidepressant. Do you ever know why? So, uh, because let me explain it to you. Crying makes our body feel better. We should not suppress or cry on a basic level because it is a psychological response and helps us feel better about pain. We tend to breathe deeper when crying and this deep breathing reduces cortisol which is the stress hormone and it turns lower stress level. Yes, and crying can be good for us psychologically. It helps us to take that back and process what might be wrong. The worst thing you can do is to suppress crying because if you bury those emotions, they will just blow up and come out as anger or bitterness, which will make you feel worse over time. Your emotion won't go away that easily. Not just that, crying can help you deal with a loss. Losing a loved one or a pet is one of the worst things to deal with. Sometimes the only thing you can do is hug someone and let the tears flow. Words won't suffice. A loss is not just associated with grief over a death but also any type of rough circumstances like suddenly losing a job or breaking up with a significant other. For example, you just woke up with your boyfriend and suddenly all the memories from your relationship come at once and that makes you grieve at that moment. It's okay to cry to let out your grief. Cry as loud as you could because you deserve to cry, you deserve to breathe it. Exactly, and by that, it can help you to be more creative. Try asking yourself, how can I express what I just went through in a way that will help or inspire others? By this, we might get the idea to write an article of the kind about something. Many creative people tend to be more sensitive and express their feelings through their work. You can see that in artists, actors, musicians, and writers, you might get an idea on what you can draw to express your emotion, and it might be the best out of yours. Or you can easily get into the character when you are acting about this, maybe? Interesting. And when you cry, you easily can move forward in life when you confront your feelings. No need to just play itself in life and heart. It's hard to put yourself in a new situation that has some emotional baggage. Confront what's holding you back. Crying is not a sign of weakness, but it actually makes you stop and assess the situation better. Showing vulnerability will help you connect with others. It's okay to respond to someone who is crying in public. Being around someone who cries publicly can be a force awkward or uncomfortable for everyone because when nobody, nobody does anything, it can make that person feel hurt. Do something supportive like give them a hug because it builds trust. 
Yes, anything important to do trust for someone's life. Remember, the reason for tears and crying is cleansing. Think of crying as a natural therapy. If crying becomes more frequent or uncontrollable, and there is no apparent risk, because consider consulting a medical professional. A mental health condition, hormone imbalance, and neurological condition may be responsible. Oh, that's scary. Do you know that teenagers often have this frequent and unexplained crying is too scary. I think menstruation is, um, might be one of them because let me explain what menstruation is. Menstruation is a hormonal change that occurs around the time of menstruation. These hormones can cause emotional and physical symptoms. This is applicable only for women, right? Well, yes, of course. Doctors refer to the symptoms collectively as premenstrual syndrome, PMS. A 2013 study reports that as many as 75% of women of reproductive age experience PMS. So, crying cells are one of the symptoms of PMS. I think burnout can cause unexplained and frequent crying too. Burnout is described as premenstrual and physical exhaustion that a person may experience when exposed to excessive prolonged stress. I think we do experience uh, this burnout, right? Because, you know, sometimes you just go angry for no reason because you are just too tired, having headaches of too many things to be told, your heart keeps beating and panic because you are scared of the deadline and many more. I think this one is also applicable to us, right? Yeah, you get it, right. Burnout can affect a person's ability to regulate their negative emotions, which may lead to emotional outbursts and crying. You might have no energy because you are losing appetite, which leads to get intestinal problems. This is scary because now, with the pandemic, we are unable to control the amount of work we have and sometimes it doesn't give us a time to rest. Yes, and this is what led us to anxiety. Okay, anxiety is a mental health condition that involves increased levels of fear, worry, or panic. According to the National Health Mobility Survey 2015, everyone in three adults is 60 years and above teenagers suffer from some form of mental health issues. Anxiety can make people feel vulnerable and out of control because it is a feeling that can cause a person to cry. If you are experiencing this, please, please, please refer to the specialist. You need a urgent help. Basically, crying is a perfectly normal way to express emotion. But for someone who often cries for no apparent reason, they feel worried about crying in, in at inappropriate or inconvenient times. I can assure you, if you try to press your thumb to the roof of your mouth, and relax your facial muscles and pinch the skin between your thumb and forefinger, that can help you to stop crying. Oh, thank you for the tip. You might also can try a deep breathing exercise which is a common way to calm and control your emotions. It involves breathing in through the nose for 7 seconds 
and putting the air down to expand the belly, then releasing the air through the mouth and seeing the belly deflect. I think uh, if you search it in Google, you might find a gif or maybe video that helps us to control our breathing more easily. Yeah, I think I did see someone sharing it on Twitter. Um, maybe I should search for it for future reference. Wow, that's scary. Okay, now to conclude that uh, our topic, I just want to say when you let yourself in response to all that is going on, it may be the kindest thing you can do for yourself. The wave of sadness will likely subside if you let it move through you. And you can turn back to cooking dinner for your family. No feeling lasts forever and letting yourself be in charge with sadness will help you to stay connected to your community and all that you care about. Exactly. And if you ask someone who has been trying to reduce or stop using substances or engaging in other compulsive behaviors, it is really important to keep in mind that managing feelings is a learned skill and learning takes time. You may not feel equipped to manage your feelings and find yourself turning to always of coping. Try to find someone compassion for yourself and make sure you ask for support and guidance. It's your role and yours alone. Others can walk it with you, but no one can walk it for you. It's all up to you and only you can change it. That's all from us. Till we meet again. And no matter how hard the past, you can always begin again. Till then, bye! bye. Okay,